our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hello again, friends, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock great Joe Rett. Joe, as we record on this Wednesday night, only two teams in the SEC are 2-0 in league play. One of them is the third-ranked Tennessee Volunteers and the other the South Carolina Gamecocks. After Carolina beat Mississippi State, ranked 14th in the country by five in overtime at the Colonial Life Arena last night, a game that featured nine ties and 12 lead changes. Joe, the Gamecocks carried the momentum from the road win at Florida to open conference play into a big home win over a top-15 team last night. Yeah, you can tell, man. I'm so excited. I was glad I was a part of that game last night. You can tell from the Florida game that the Confidence is so important in the game of basketball. And to go in there to Florida last week and win that game and come back, you saw that this team still has the confidence. And, and to come back home and play against this ranked Mississippi State team and come out there from the beginning to the end, you know, they this team is evolving. If you go back six weeks or whatever when the season started, this team was really struggling. They were really struggling. They had some issues so far, early in the year. And as the like, past two weeks, it's not a fluke. This team is playing much better. They have confidence. They're 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 trusting the defense. They're they're playing with much better, much more energy. And for this team to be young, they are really growing up really fast. And this team is really evolving to a a, a, a team that can compete in this SEC. Gamecocks beat Mississippi State, 14th ranked in the country, 87 to 82 in overtime on Tuesday night. Mississippi State now 12-2 and overall, 0-1 in the league. They're going to host Ole Miss coming up on Saturday. Gamecocks improved to 7-7, and and they're one of just two teams in the conference at 2-0 and in league play. South Carolina was the only team in the SEC to have a losing record during the non-conference portion of the schedule, and now here the Gamecocks are tied for first in the league with Tennessee at 2-0. and So Carolina out-rebounded Mississippi State in this game, Joe. In fact, Carolina had 16 offensive rebounds to just nine for Mississippi State. Mike Coatsar with a career-high 25 points on 10 of 18 shooting. He also had nine rebounds. Five of those were offensive, and it was Coatsar that made a couple of huge plays in OT. Joe, he had a, a putback after an offensive rebound for a bucket inside, and he hit a baseline jumper. Two big buckets for Carolina in the OT that helped them to this win. So Mike Coatsar was the big player Tuesday night for the Gamecocks. He was the key guy last night. He stepped up in a big way. Uh, we saw that he we, – we knew that he had the talent. He has the talent. He has the footwork. Uh, he, he he has a lot of skill set, but he – I don't know if he doesn't trust himself or he just don't have the confidence. But hopefully after that performance last night that he can sustain that and continue that. Um, he rebounded the ball well. Um, you know, a lot of big guys sometimes only rebound in their spot. Several times last night I saw that he rebounded out of his spot. It didn't just come to him. He went and got several rebounds last night. And I was encouraging to me, encouraging to, I'm quite sure, to the coaching staff and to the fans. If he can continue to play that well and just be aggressive, I think Frank Martin spoke on that, how aggressive he played. And, because he has a skill set. He has a skill set where he can catch the ball at the top uh, the top of the key 
and make plays, not only just scoring and driving to the basket, but he can also kick it out for threes or kick it down to Silva and make plays. And he has that skill set to, to be a uh, to wreak havoc inside. So hopefully he can continue to do that and we can uh, he can continue to make damage in this SEC. Coach R, 6'10", and a junior forward out of Estonia. Went to high school in Wichita, Kansas, and he's now in his third year with the Gamecocks. Big part of the Gamecocks' final four run as a freshman two years ago. He was a starter on that ball club and just kind of disappeared last year, Joe. But his confidence back now. Mm -hmm. Frank Martin after the game talking about Mike Kotsar. Let's listen to Coach Martin talking about what Mike brings to the team and what has led to this big game Tuesday night against 14th-ranked Mississippi State. Really proud of Kotsar. I've been fighting him to, in a good way, to believe in himself. And uh, so I'm really happy that, that he played with that aggression and that confidence. Uh, making, not, he, it's not, you know, some guys score 25, but they score a lot like, like middle section of the game, and then they disappear. That dude made a big time step down jump shot from the baseline, big time offensive rebound tipping, made his free throws. I mean, all that with the game in the balance. That's uh, credit him. Um, you know, we, we need him to keep growing. Absolutely need him to keep growing. You've mentioned you've been fighting him, but what do you think has been the problem? Just a confidence thing? Yeah, it's, 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 that's just, he, he's not an aggressive personality. He's passive. And, and uh, you know, he's, he's happy being, uh, you know, like his freshman year. He was just the fifth guy. You know, and and but he's got so much more ability mentally, physically than that, um, and and getting him to to just believe in himself—that's been the biggest challenge. You know, like early in the game, he missed some shots, and I didn't say a word to him because he kept shooting. You know, in the past, when he misses a shot or two, he stops, and then he passes up good shot. It, it, this is the thing about basketball—it's really hard to get a good shot. When you got a good shot, you have to shoot it. And and he'd pass up good shots, and then now the defense resets, and it's hard again. And uh, But, you know, it's uh, – um, I'm really happy for him. He, he, he deserved to have a game like this on a, on a, against a – not against a bad team, against a really good team. I'm just happy he stayed aggressive. That, that – that's what I've been begging him to do. I, I'm literally like yelling at him, hugging him, showing him film, begging him. Like Mike can be a guy that can make a lot of money playing basketball. He's 260 pounds, moves his feet, can run, goes in the weight room. He is strong as an ox. He's not a like lights out shooter, but he's this year. He's worked at becoming a good shooter. You know, I just want him to be aggressive, man. You're too big and strong, too talented. You're too mobile to to be passive. And and I hope that this gives him confidence because now it becomes like when teams really, really want to focus in on Chris, like obviously Mississippi State was, it gets real hard to have to deal with both of them dudes in there. And, and you know, hopefully it's something that uh, that, that he can continue. So, Joe, there's Frank Martin talking about Mike Coatsar, a guy that can be a real force for the Gamecocks. The confidence appears to be coming back. We don't know why it went away. No, we don't know why it went away. You know, this college game is tough. And his first two years, he's, we saw glimpses of him being having some sparks where he can contribute to the team. On that Final Four run, he was a big – he made some big shots that night. The last year, somewhat, 
he kind of got lost in the shuffle. Um, so, as you hear Frank said, that he's not aggressive. He's he been preaching and forcing him to try to be aggressive because Frank knows. Frank sees these guys every day in practice, and he knows that he has a skill set to do and to help this ball club. So if he can continue to do this and, and help out, it would help Silva out tremendously. If they can play a two-man game and he can be aggressive where they don't double Silva and Silva, it would help Silva and they can help each other. They, like a soul machine, they could work together and, and help each other improve. And now we're also, if those two get going, the perimeter game gets going. So Frank creates so many opportunities for Coach Saw Silva and also the guards. And it's, you know, if they can all get in, in sequence, this team can be very dangerous. Yeah, Coach Saw, one of the keys for the Gamecocks, you got to believe this year, and if he continues to play like he did against Mississippi State, the Gamecocks could be tough to beat heading into what will be a very difficult part of the schedule, five of the next seven on the road for the Gamecocks. More on that in just a moment. Coatsar was 5-5 five of five at the foul line, 25-9, and nine, the 25 points a career high, and the Gamecocks shot 76% at the line. The foul line was key in this game. Carolina 13 of 17. Mississippi State missed 10 shots at the foul line. They were 13 of 23 for 57%. So Kotsar was interviewed by the SEC Network after the game. He said that games against Michigan, Virginia, and Clemson prepared Carolina for conference play, Joe. So there was a lot of talk about the Gamecock non-conference schedule. Carolina got beaten by some good teams, you know, top five teams in Michigan and Virginia, and a good Clemson team as well that's been ranked much of the year. So uh, I think fans were down on this Gamecock team with that losing record in non-conference play. But, man, all that's turned around now with the Gamecocks 2-0 in the SEC. Yeah, you heard the rumors, especially uh, the preseason game against Augusta College or whoever they lost to. And it started then. And, and Frank knows he knew what he was doing, scheduling a tough schedule like that with the with Michigan on the road, Virginia. And, and for this young team, it helps them prepare them to grow up a lot faster. I mean, were we expected to win those games? Absolutely not. But, you know, you, you learn a lot. You learn your team. He's trying to figure out his team. He's seeing who he can trust during, during those times. And that helped the team grow up really, really fast. So, now that we're getting in the second part of the season, uh, Frank realized, I mean, the team realized, hey, we, we, we can compete. We, we play well against Clint. We play well against Michigan. And, and now that we're in conference, we, we had that little break, our Christmas break. So now they have the opportunity to go out there and trust each other and they more comfortable with each other because this team is still young. Our backcourt is very young. So now that they trust each other, and we also forget – Justin Manaya is out. So there's so many different keys why this team struggled in the beginning, but it seems like now they're um, gelling somewhat together. Yeah, with Manaya out, the Gamecocks only played eight players against Mississippi State. 17 points for Hassani Gravitt, 11 points and 10 boards for Chris Silva. Grad transfer Trey Campbell chipped in 10 points and a team-high three steals. And the Gamecock bench outscored Mississippi State 28-2 to in this game. So uh, Mississippi State had five players in double figures, but only two points from their bench. So, Joe, the Gamecocks are going with this seven-player rotation, basically. They played eight Tuesday night, uh, but the starting five, Trey Campbell and A.J. Lawson in the backcourt, in the frontcourt, Keyshawn Bryant, the freshman, Mike Kotsar and Chris Silva, along with 
Asani Gravit, 17 off the bench and 11 points and six rebounds from Felipe Hase in 24 minutes. Those seven are the primary players right now. Evan Henson only played four minutes and got one shot. So it's a seven-player rotation right now uh, with Manaya looking hopefully to return at some point this year. Yeah, that's the, that's the key point. Uh, what, I think there's two keys that won the game last night. One was rebounding and also bench going. They only got two points off the bench. Mississippi State only got two points off the bench. So that was huge. And I, I give Hassan a grab who's the senior who has embraced his role coming off the bench and contributing. He is playing really aggressive. Along with Kosar, um, Hassan Agrava came in and played some key minutes. He played great on defense. He made some timely baskets towards the end. And, and he's been really aggressive. So his play has also helped elevate this team and help those other guys get in. You know, a lot of teams don't want to accept that role coming off the bench. So give a lot of credit to um, Hassan Agrava for accepting that role and being, you know, that player to come off the bench to give us that spark whenever things are not going well. And he coming in being aggressive. You know, that, that tremendously helps our team right now. So back in November, the Gamecocks lost an exhibition game to Division II Augusta University. Coach Martin at that time not real pleased with the ball club in practice, and he kind of took a hands-off approach in that exhibition game. Joe, if you remember, Coach Martin just kind of hung on the sideline, didn't say a lot, didn't do a lot of coaching that night. I think his attitude was, and he said as much after the game, is that, you know, the players were wanting to do things their own way. So he went into that exhibition game against Augusta University and said, hey, you want to do it your way? Go ahead, do it your way. Gamecock got beat that night. Uh, Gamecock Nation was in an uproar. And now, you know, a couple of months later, Carolina's 2-0 in the league with a road win at Florida and a home win in overtime over 14th-ranked Mississippi State. So we're going to hear from Frank Martin right again here, Joe, talking about trust. How do you go from losing to Augusta University to starting 2-0 in the SEC? And here's what Coach Martin had to say. Everything, like I told the team after the game, you know, I'm not going to tell you what the scouting report was, but, we, you know, we had guys that that didn't trust in our scouting report on some things. And we spent the whole game trying to get them, like, yo, stop doing it your own way. Do what the scouting report tells you to do. And that little thing right there, that's called trust. It's something that we're a lot better at. A month ago, six weeks ago, all our guys, no one trusted. We just played. We didn't trust. Without trust, you can't play for each other. And, and we're starting to figure that out. We're starting to understand that don't get wrapped up in the emotion of a good play, bad play. Don't get wrapped up on winning. Like, let's say A.J. Lawson, okay? He didn't play real well today. All right? He wasn't very aggressive. Um, he, he was, he was kind of in between everything, offensively and defensively. I called the play for him with the game on the line. That kid came off that screen and stuck that jump shot. I mean, that's, that's, he trusted. He tried, and when I called the play, I did it on purpose. I did it in Florida to get Keyshawn going. I did it today because we needed him to get going. So that gave him a little feel good to himself. He was lights out defensively after not playing well defensively, lights out in overtime in that last possession. That's a true, like a high school senior against Quindarius Witherspoon, who's a four-year like stud in this league. AJ's discipline defensively, his activity created that bad possession for them at the end. That's so it's it trust. That's the word that I keep using with our guys. We 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 got to keep growing there. Trust, Joe, big issue for the Gamecocks, and it looks like Carolina's starting to gain it. Not just coaches for players, but players for coaches and. Players for teammates, and things are starting to come together, it looks like, for the Gamecocks. With transfers coming in, Trey Campbell coming in, 
uh, the Georgetown transfer, then you got the two young guys, Bryant as well. So it, it takes it takes a while, especially for the guards to adjust. We knew what Mike Coates are. They, they've been in the program. Chris Silver been in the program. So our three guys in the backcourt right now, they're, they're new and it's fresh for them. So they had a lot of adjustment, and, and, and Frank knew what he was doing at Augusta College, Augusta University game by letting them do that. You know, they felt that they put all this time in, all the summer workouts in, and preseason workouts, and they want to go do their own thing. So that was a teaching moment for them. And now you see that they realize their way is not working. So as you said, that we, talk, we hear about Frank talking about the, the uh, scouting report, and the guys are not listening to it. And they started in the second half. And you have all those coaches. That's part of their job. All the assistant coaches, each one of them, I think each game have a – they have, that's their role to be the scout, the scouting, to give the scout a report for each game. I don't know who scouter was last night, but there were times last night where you saw that Frank was getting frustrated. Where knew they wouldn't say they knew the plays, but they knew what position on both ends of the ball where they needed to be, and guys was tending to do their own thing. And that's what you get sometimes when you got freshmen. They just try to rely on their athletic ability so much because that's what they was used to. But this is another level, so. These guys, like I said, these coaches are putting a lot of time in and, and coming up, watching a lot of film, trying to figure out ways to, to counter their first, second, and third moves, and we're not doing that. But they adjusted in the second half, and those guys took away a lot of that. I saw A.J. AJ Lawson struggle a little bit in the first half, and, and Frank talked about calling his play, calling him guys shot. He didn't shoot that well last night, but at a crucial time in the game last night, he called his number, and that just shows how much Frank trusts his guys. You know, trust goes both ways. And and hopefully that would give A.J. Lawson that confidence to, to try to sustain, uh, to be able to play continuously every single game and just mm-hmm. trust what these coaches are giving him. Yeah, very interesting that Martin drew up that play for A.J. Lawson, who shot 3-for-11 in the Mississippi State game, and Lawson drilled a jumper off a screen just like they drew it up in the huddle. So I think some good insight into the mind of Frank Martin and – you know, we know by now, Joe, that Frank Martin can coach. We know he knows what the hell he's doing. He took the Gamecocks Absolutely. to the Final Four two years ago, and, you know, the loss to Augusta University in that exhibition game and the home loss to Stony Brook and getting beat by 20 at home to Wofford, all part of the, the teaching process for Frank Martin. Gamecocks starting to put it together now, and Carolina's got Missouri coming up at home on Saturday. Joe, a chance to stay undefeated in the SEC, 1 o'clock start on the SEC Network. It'll be Richard Cross and Debbie Antonelli on the call for the SEC Network. Missouri's 9-4. and four. They're 0-1 in league play. They got trucked by number three-ranked Tennessee at home. That was a home game for Missouri. Missouri had won six straight home games to close the month of December, but then they were blown out by Tennessee to open conference play 87-63. to 63. So Missouri's got one notable win this year over Xavier, uh, losses to Iowa State, Kansas State, Temple, and Tennessee, Joe. So, you know, chance for the Gamecocks to hold serve at home here, entering what will be a very difficult stretch, five of the next seven after the Missouri game on the road. Three of those will be against ranked opponents, and Carolina will play at Vanderbilt and at LSU next week. So important for Carolina to get to 3-0 and here, Joe, against Missouri. It's very important, and, and uh, Saturday is a winnable game. Uh, Missouri is not as, as tough as they've been. They're a team that's similar to us, have some good times and some bad years, and this is a year that I think that we should be able to handle, especially playing at home. And the key is for us to come out with that same energy and the same uh, fight that we came out the last two games. 
and don't just settle for, hey, we won two games already in the SEC, one one on the road, one one at home. I would like to see them come out and 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 contain and continue to play with the same energy and same effort that they have been playing with so far. All right, 1 o'clock Saturday for the Gamecocks and the Missouri Tigers. Joe and I will come back to talk about it next week here on Gamecock Central Radio. For my man Joe Rett, Gamecock great, I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.